0: What hey kids you were about to uh, uh 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 you're about to listen to a comedy podcast that means that none of this is medical advice uh, and uh, if you need medical advice or medical care please contact your doctor hi uh,
1: Welcome to the Jock Doc Podcast featuring Dr. London Smith. The only podcast still waiting to hear back from Goodyear Tires about that sponsorship. If you would just answer your phone, Todd.
0: Introducing your host, Dr. London Smith. Hello, and welcome to the Jock Doc Podcast, where we discuss fitness and health, and how to incorporate our modern understanding of science and medicine into our daily lives, but without it being so boring. I'm your host, com. I'd like to begin by apologizing to our listeners. Aww. We've received some feedback about the excessive amount of technical medical terms that I've been using, such as palpable fistula tract and staring contest. So I will try to temper my terminology to a simpler one in the future. Here to help with that is our producer Cameron.
1: Hey, Doctor London. What's uh? I mean, what's what's going on? You seem a bit down. I know we're kind of deep into fall, mm-hmm. and you know it's all dark outside and everything. Is this? I mean, is this seasonal defective brain disorder?
0: Yeah, you mean are you referring to like seasonal affective disorder? The
1: I mean, it definitely is defective brain. Look, I'm not gonna say I'm a scientist, so I'm I'm I'll just back off on that. I'll I'll defer to you. Especially since you know damn well that m- me saying I'm a scientist gets us into trouble, and how many times we've been you know kidnapped and held hostage. Yeah, when I do stuff like that. So yeah, sure. Season. What did you call it? Defective.
0: Seasonal afe-
1: defective face affective face disorder.
0: Disorder. It's affect.
1: affective brain disorder. So is that what is that? What's going on, Doctor London? Are you alright?
0: Uh, I I mean maybe I'm a little bit more down sometimes, but that's. You know, uh, you know, we had the holidays come, yeah, yeah. You know, just left and are also coming up, and so it's. uh, I don't know. Has
1: that? I mean, is that the issue? It could be your diet. That sometimes that makes people a little blue. What have you been eating lately?
0: Uh, Yeah, well, like you said, like a lot of blue foods has been my uh, blueberries. Mm. Um, uh, a lot of, uh, you know, because I've been on a blue diet.
1: No, name another blue food.
0: Yeah, well, what I was getting to is a lot of my food, like, was once sort of tan colored or like grains, and has since turned blue. Yeah. Maybe I look a little bit ill because I've, I have been eating a lot of, food that has turned blue.
1: Oh, okay. So you, I wasn't saying you look ill. I was saying you look sad. You look blue. But you're saying that's because, of the foods you. I might have been eating. Been eat- the- You've been eating blueberries, you've been eating, like, blue Skittles, you've been eating blue waffles, you've been eating these things... Okay. That...
0: Now, I kept thinking, I was trying to eat those types of things, but no, what I am realizing is that my bread may have molded.
1: Oh. And... Well, I think that should be fine. Mold is from nature.
0: It, well, so is, you know, hemlock. Uh. So so are a lot of poisonous things, like I don't know.
1: Yeah, which would be fine to consume as long as it was blue. Yes. Now what about your um if it's not your diet, because that seems fine. What about like your newspaper comic diet? What uh what newspaper comics have you been consuming each Sunday when you get the funnies?
0: Okay. Now this is a difference between you and I because I don't think it's normal to eat the newspaper.
1: Oh Well no, I I wasn't saying saying eating the newspaper. I was just saying like what 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 comics are you reading and consuming?
0: Well, okay, I'm also and then
1: blending up into sort of a liquid that you
0: drink. So, usually
1: You don't eat a liquid.
0: So, so usually I'm sorry, you said uh what newspaper am I drinking? Yeah. Um
1: what newspaper comics? Yeah.
0: So, normally I'm I'm getting Are we talking medical? Are we details? talking
1: Bizarro? Are we talking pearls before swine? Uh, I mean, are we talking zits? Are you drinking zits?
0: No. So I'm. I'm just keeping up with the medical news. That's been sort of the main thing I've been reading, which, uh-huh. admittedly, isn't always cheerful. Given you know what's what's been going on, so. So that could be. I I don't read. Maybe I don't read enough comics.
1: Thanksgiving, is what you're saying. Because that's been going on. It's, it hasn't been exactly cheerful. Too many doctors stuffed with turkey to do their surgeries. Lots of people die. It happens every year. Huh? And it's an issue. And I think it is. I mean, look, we're we're a pro-medical community podcast. And we support our doctors and our surgeons who listen to this. But I do think it's ridiculous that you know, every surgeon in America is so full from Thanksgiving Day Turkey that our... Our death rates spike every single year, and people just say, "Well, that's Thanksgiving for you."
0: I'm I'm just not sure if that's that's exactly, you know, factually true. But but thank you for asking about you know my well being. Um, but, uh,
1: but also, so, we're gonna find we're gonna we're gonna make you happy today. Anyway, we're gonna figure this out. So
0: so that's our producer Cameron. Um, also with us is Digital in the House did you know the house I'm your host Dr. Now this is a difference between you and I because I don't think it's normal to eat the newspaper. I don't think it's normal to eat the newspaper. To eat the newspaper. To eat the newspaper. What a
1: uh, what newspaper comics have you been consuming? Each Sunday when you get the funny. this I mean is this seasonal affective brain disorder? Is this I mean is this seasonal affective brain disorder? this I mean is this seasonal factive brain disorder? this I mean is this seasonal affective brain disorder?
0: Yes.
2: Baby, I've been feeling blue. How about you? Let's talk about it over a bowl of news.
0: Tells me that we can expect a special guest So do look forward That's to that
1: That's right, Dr. London
0: yeah, But um, before we move on, I would like to address A bit of listener feedback I found this note in the Lost and Found At the local library um, The note reads Quote, are you interested In a Latino 55-year-old male? Yes Message me if so End quote. First of all I would like to thank you so much For reaching out here to the jock dog podcast uh to to answer your question uh i guess you know we we do take an interest in all of our listeners so yes if you just give us enough information to reply then i would be happy to message you uh mr latino 55 year old male um, th- I
1: would say if you, I would say if you're a big enough fan of this show to reach out to us, we'll we'll do a whole episode dedicated to you. Yeah. Right. I mean, we there's only a few. Two. There's only like two or three. Yeah. There's two, two left.
0: Now. Yeah. And we, to be fair, the only ones we've done episodes about were the ones who, the one who left. Yeah. So, uh, if we got any new ones who, well, or even if they didn't listen, but they did reach out, yeah great to
1: so i'm just saying 55 year old latino guy if you want to reach out to us and you want an episode dedicated to anything you want all the stuff you like that's fine i don't care
0: yeah i mean we'll probably also throw a medical lesson in there but uh, yeah yeah um anyway thank you for listening now for today's medical topic pulmonary alveolar proteinosis Pulmonary Alveolar Proteinosis, also known as Pulmonary Alveolar Phospholipoproteinosis, is a rare condition caused by the accumulation of surfactant-like protein and phospholipids in the alveoli. So normally, the alveoli in the lungs, which are like tiny balloons across which oxygen and carbon dioxide are exchanged, so those alveoli are kept inflated and from damage by a balance of a product called a surfactant. Um, clinically, uh, pulmonary Yeah,
1: But that's why there has to be some sort of regulation on that exchange to prevent inflation from happening at a dramatic rate. Right, Dr. London? So, uh,
0: in, in a sense, I guess, like there is a, you know, lecithin-sphingomyelin ratio that has to be kept. Uh, but it's not... You know, the regulations are done by your own body, usually. Okay,
1: so you're in favor of getting rid of those regulations that sort of monitor how those things are exchanged. And that way, if hyperinflation happens, hey, it's no skin off my nose. I just need those regulations out of here. here.
0: Well, Is that about right? Well, I I don't know if I would say that either, because this condition actually comes from the lack of... Um, I wouldn't say the lack of monitoring, but the... the Uh, something imbalanced about that issue and that causes a disease so in a sense oh so
1: you're in favor of more regulations
0: for these particular patients
1: on this kind of exchange of things that might cause like a huge amount of inflation
0: uh well it's it's more of just the 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 proteinosis but i mean in any case clinically uh pulmonary alveolar proteinosis typically presents with dry cough dyspnea hypoxia rails um and progressive weight loss in patients 40 to 50 years old and it's actually twice as common in men than in women Uh, chest x-ray may show a ground glass appearance with bilateral alveolar infiltrates and a bat wing distribution. So it, it resembles a bat shape. Yeah. Uh, if the clinical presentation and the imaging studies...
1: And if you remember, if you remember, that's sort of how this whole, I mean, pandemic thing started.
0: Yes. Yeah, no, I guess. I, I think they, they actually, they said it was bats at first, and then pangolins. Wow.
1: Yeah, which is a type of bat. It just instead of spreading its wings, it rolls up into a ball. But it's the same animal.
0: Okay, I guess you know. To be fair, I'm not, you know, that familiar with you know. I don't it's just
1: a different outfit. It's like a different costume they're wearing.
0: And you know, maybe uh, I I can't speak to that so much. But anyway, um, so
1: but you're saying it's not. It wasn't coming from a bat, but it was coming from the bat that's inside of us all along.
0: I no, it's it's more the pangolin that I was. Getting at, but in any case, uh, if the clinical presentation and the imaging studies are compatible with this condition, diagnosis begins with an evaluation for secondary causes of pulmonary alveolar proteinosis by history, and that's for things such as dust exposure or hematopoietic uh, cell transplant, and examination of the peripheral blood for evidence of myelodysplasia or hematologic uh, malignancy. This is because management will depend on the underlying disease. Yeah, the next step in diagnosis is to perform a flexible bronchoscopy with bronchoalveolar lavage. Which, so basically, you're getting, a, you know, you're getting a look and a sample of um, what's in the lungs. And if possible, you'll, you'll get a transbronchial biopsy, which is taking a little piece of the lungs. Uh, typical lavage fluid will have an opaque... Just
1: to like, take it home?
0: No, no, so this is for the lab. This is for the pathology lab why
1: why don't you guys let me take more home
0: well i think it's because you know the they typically they want to take a look at it to to check on a cellular level what's going on
1: the last time the last time that i went to the dentist and they had to pull two teeth and i said okay well can i keep those like for my collection i like to keep all the teeth that have been pulled Mm -hmm. and my dentist was like no i think we're gonna need it we're gonna have to at least keep it overnight to to keep an eye on it and i was like okay but then next time i came in what do you think he had on his necklace
0: uh a pendant
1: yeah a pendant with my two teeth
0: that that sounds very strange are you sure it was your two teeth
1: yeah 100 percent. you want to know how i know
0: yeah i do
1: because I had a little piece of lettuce stuck in between the two teeth when I had gone in. And that's still there. You can see it.
0: And you think that they were they were pulled out, so there's no more wedge, like no, I guess, crease for them to be wedged into, for the lettuce to be wedged in. They're pulled apart, and then you think that I, the lettuce stayed I just, on it.
1: It honestly seems more like he reassembled it to look like that.
0: Is this dentist, like, like, is he a doctor dentist? Like, is he an actual dentist? Or is this just one of your friends?
1: Well, I mean, I don't know. I feel like lines kind of blur at a certain point, right? Between... Who's a friend? Who's my doctor? Who's my dentist? Yeah, I mean, you can... It's all kind of the same.
0: You can be friends with your doctor, but what I'm asking is... Is this dentist? Do they have a degree? In- oh,
1: I'm not friends with this guy. He stole my teeth for his necklace and then reassembled it. He took, he must've taken out the piece of lettuce and it was like, oh, I like how that looked better. And then I guess glued it all together so that there's a, now a piece of lettuce lodged in between the two teeth again and then put it on a necklace.
0: Yeah. I, this sounds like such a specific scenario that is not like, it's very atypical for dentists. But in any case, um, so a typical lavage fluid has, an, uh, and this is for, of course, uh, pulmonary alveolar proteinosis. Um, the typical lavage fluid has an opaque or milky appearance due to abundant lipoproteinaceous material, and cytologic examination of it reveals copious flocculent PAS-positive material surrounding alveolar macrophages engorged with the same material. Treatment. Uh, It's variable depending on the cause, but may be with lung lavage and granulocyte colony stimulating factor. Although this um, it is an autoimmune condition, these patients are increased risk of infection, so you actually don't give steroids to these particular patients.
1: That sounds to me like it makes them easier to defeat, which I don't know. I don't care about, but that seems like a kind of insulting to your patients. But whatever. Keep going. Keep going.
0: No, no, that, that was the end of it, but I... I do want to.
1: Oh, you're done. Re- Sorry, you're done reading from Wikipedia.
0: Yeah, that's. I'm I'm finished with reading the article. Uh, but there is one here about. Let's see, Thomas Jefferson. I don't know if we. No, not we. We should move on. Um, I I just got sometimes get sucked in those Wikipedia rabbit holes.
1: Oh yeah, trust me. One time, the other day, I was looking at the Toby Mac discography.
0: Uh-huh. Wikipedia page, yeah.
1: and I ended up on Extreme Days, the Toby Mac song, and I was looking at the thing for hours.
0: So, and you see that as a rabbit hole?
1: Oh, I was looking at it for hours, Doctor London. Just
0: the same page, yeah.
1: I was completely just caught up in the moment.
0: It sound, many moments, yeah. Uh, anyway, we can, we can go ahead and move on from there. All right, uh, Cameron, do we have any sponsors today?
1: That's right, Dr. London. We actually have... This is actually, I think, one of the most innovative sponsors that we've had. You know, I mean, we've talked about it a lot. Like, I'm a techie. I'm all about new, cutting-edge technology. It's in my blood. It's who I am. Oh, we're... Let me let me let me see that gizmo. And I'm on people's. I'm at, when I go to people's houses. I'm at their ovens and I'm just turning knobs and I'm pressing buttons on their microwave. I, th- that stuff drives me wild. Well,
0: it's. I mean, not to correct you with the cutting edge. You just you do bring a razor blade with you and you cut the edges of a lot of their electronics i, I feel like that's what i've seen the most
1: oh yeah that's right i mean e- every year every every new line of technology thing these things it's are getting thinner trim. and thinner you know what i mean and so yeah. i'm all about keeping technology light and thin and all that and if that you know if my razor helps accomplish that then so be it
0: and i get technically your specific descriptions of slim yeah yeah it does do that
1: But anyway, Dr. London, are you familiar with the concept of roasting, like you're roasting someone?
0: Yeah, like, let's say you're in a foreign country where they're, I guess it's a cannibalistic society, and so you get trapped that, or caged. Uh, you fall into a trap, and then they no, 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 put you that, on a spit, and they're they're rotating you.
1: Not 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 exactly. I feel like that. Doesn't ha- that's something maybe from your happened. own personal experiences. I don't know. Who, yeah, well, I do missionary work. Yeah, I don't know who you're yeah. hanging out with or who your buddies are. But this is more like heckling, like roasting people, like throwing insults their way. But it's all in good fun. You know what I'm talking about, Dr. I- London?
0: I feel like that that also happens whenever you're being roasted alive. Or to me, that they, they were insulting me a lot.
1: Yeah, there's a lot of shouting and stuff. I imagine there's a lot of commotion going on in that kind of situation. A it lot of be,
0: crossover between these roasts.
1: It would be weirder, I feel like, in that situation if things were just dead silent. If you were being sort of yeah. spit roasted alive and just no one was talking, everyone was looking at their phones. That would be. I, I, I mean, be that would be insulting.
0: Well. I, it's just a cultural thing it depends on the culture you're in really it was a and depending on the type of ceremony because some of them are you know sacrifices some of them are well and people I mean, are
1: so addicted to their phones dr london
0: yeah yeah which i'm trying to remember if any of those cannibalistic societies that i visited were really were gen z techie yeah yeah gen z but anyway, sorry, you were saying uh, something about roasting on a spit. Yeah,
1: and you, you, no, no. I'm talking about, I'm talking about insult comedy, Dr. Lada. Okay, I'm talking about heckling people, you know, poking fun. You know, and there's places, like there's restaurants like Dick's Last Resort, which is a popular chain where, you know, the the waiters and everything are throwing il- insults yeah, I at that you restaurant. in places like that. Is that, I mean, I assume it's, I just, it makes sense that you would hate A place like that because No they they insulted
0: me the whole time Like the whole time I was there They were mean
1: Yeah but that's the whole
0: Stuff that they shouldn't have known
1: Oh wow they had secrets of yours
0: Yeah but like
1: Can I get an example I
0: I mean just stuff that's really private Well like you know they said that Certain parts were bigger or smaller And Uh But you were saying it's uh that that's popular. You're, you're that that's saying good.
1: That they commented on your the size of your nose.
0: Yes. You know you, they don't. That's not yes. like a
1: secret, right? People can just see that.
0: Uh, I get... because I wear a mask now quite a bit.
1: I, I feel like even with the mask, you can sort of see. And you you went recently to Dick's Last Resort. This is like in the last couple of months.
0: So if you order to go, then they will. Uh, They'll do it over the phone. They'll insult you over the phone. Oh,
1: uh, okay. Yeah, I didn't even know. I've never, I haven't tried like a, I haven't tried getting, getting Dick's last resort as a delivery. But re- regardless, all that kind of fun, don't you wish you could bring those kind of insults and that kind of roasting fun back home, that kind of heckling? And now you can with the Roast Buddy. And the Roast Buddy, the Roast Buddy, look how small this device is, Dr. Lynn, look how small it is. It's a tiny little dot. Yeah, it's only. All you do is you call up the Roast Buddy technicians and they send somebody over and they're going to install this Roast Buddy on anything and everything that you own in your home. And when you interact with those things, oh boy, those things are going to let you have it. So, I mean, you might be uh, sitting on the couch, for example and then you're going to hear uh, whoa 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 buddy uh you need to uh might maybe need to lose a few pounds there
0: okay that's pretty gentle and then
1: you like maybe you open that. the fridge and he's like hey buddy i think you it looks like you've been gaining some pounds so probably should uh, close that fridge there huh <laughs> then you are the, oh, the, so so the sandwich the sandwich for eating And the the bread and maybe the ham on the sandwich starts going, Ooh boy, you eating a sandwich with that gut buster? Maybe try some lettuce, fatty.
0: Okay, so it's calling it's calling people. And it's not
1: all just like fat-based. Sometimes like if you were to sit on the toilet, it would tell you like, Pee you stinker, did you stick your butthole in stink juice earlier?
0: Yeah, because it's, yeah, we're waste products from your body. Or maybe like if you're
1: eating an apple and then you hear maybe like five minutes later from inside your stomachs, like, ew, buddy, did you eat a bunch of stink juice or like food covered in stink juice? It stinks. (laughs) you. And then maybe the banana you ate earlier is like, you got that right. And it just goes on and on like this. Uh, With every product that's in your home for the rest of your life. Yes. And even the products, if you take it out of your home, you might be, let's say, at the hospital. And your wife is about to give birth to your beautiful new son. And suddenly, out of your backpack, you start hearing, P.E.U. Was that baby dipped
0: in stink juice? So, okay, so, so I do have a question on this. Yeah, yeah. Is... The the dot that I'm seeing here, is it like is that a camera? Yeah, I mean And a speaker. It's a
1: camera, it's the speaker, it it's doing a lot of like data because it's automated, it's not like in a person actually talking to you, you know. It's it's processing the data it sees from the camera and then essentially telling you that you're either fat or that you've been dipped in stink juice. So far I have not been able to get it to say anything else but I don't know if that's the product or if it's sort of just honed in on those two things for me specifically uh you know because it knows that that's what
0: yeah because those are your most prominent uh, <clears throat> yeah like
1: the things that stand out the most
0: yeah and the stink is spe- not to not to be harsh or anything but I know you know you've been trying to you know limit your uh, hygiene I, I don't know I'm trying to trying to say it polite. I don't want to be a roast buddy in this but um you know
1: it, it, I mean it's yeah no, no I understand what you're saying I've, I've moved towards a cat like methodology where yes I still shower but I've limited those showers and in between showers I'm cleaning myself like a cat sort of licking myself all over
0: yeah and then yeah posting the videos onto your OnlyFans account I, anyway but in any case, the.
1: Well, I mean, yeah, it's only for my fans. Yeah,
0: yeah, all the uh, cam girls, as you call them, uh, the Cameron producer Cameron girls.
1: Yeah, yeah, the my favorite cam girls, all my fans. So they sign up there. Do they get cleaning tips from me? This is all irrelevant. Look, all I'm trying to say is, Doctor London, you think? Oh, uh, the, is this is this fun? Is this fun roast battle that's always going on in my life? Is this limited just to uh, my stuff in my home? No, Dr. London, you can put it in your doctor's office. See, Wouldn't that be a treat? Your patient's coming in, and your stethoscope starts going, uh, this guy's heart beating pretty fast, probably because it smells pretty bad, because he's probably dipped in stink juice earlier. Yeah,
0: so at that point, I would be worried about you know privacy violations uh but but i mean for
1: no data mining is going on there's no it's not connected to the internet or anything like that so it's just the camera sees it the is data it... Pro- like the computer inside it processes it and then it spits out pu
0: i it just sounds like one of those things that could easily be adapted to a nefarious purpose you know, how technology, if you take it too far, like let's say if you have a small device that has some degree of AI capability, can process things fast and well, to, to the degree that it can see things and then make up an insulting joke about them out loud to you in real time, that to me sounds like mm-hmm. could be a could be a risk. But if people sign up for it for their own homes.
1: Or their doctor's office. I, or your car. Or all sorts of places where I've already added this oh, technology.
0: No. Okay. Um, okay. And it was called Roast Buddy, right?
1: Yes. It's Roast Buddy. And you can find it on the internet at f y p s q r L-O-0-1-3-4-dot-pizza.
0: Okay. Uh, so that, that was Roast Buddy. Um, thank you to to our sponsor.
1: Ew. Was that sponsor dipped in stink juice? <laughs>
0: uh, so, uh, yeah, Cameron, you said that we have a guest today. Is that right?
1: That's right, Dr. London. We have... If I do say so, one of the most exciting guests that we've ever had on this show, Dr. London.
0: I feel like you do say that about every guest.
1: Well, are you going to look at our guest and tell him that he's not one of the most exciting guests that we've ever had? You, you look, at him, look at him in the yeah. eye and you tell him that.
0: I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Uh, so my name is Doctor com, and this is my producer, Cameron. Um, Hi. Yeah, but what was your name?
2: Hi, uh, yeah, I'm, uh, my name is Sean Curry.
0: Okay. That's curry like the dish? Um, more, I I
2: mean, yeah, it's spelled the same, but I, it's, I like to tell people it's more like the player, like the basketball player, you know?
1: Oh, so you're talking about, like, Steph Curry.
2: Yeah, yeah, you know. Maybe
1: for our listeners who aren't, uh, as sporty as Dr. London. Uh,
0: yeah, yeah, the jock doc. The jock doc himself, yeah. Uh
2: yeah, yeah. And 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 I mean the the dish is is works as well cuz I mean it's spelled the same. Um but I'm, you know, I'm often told that I I resemble Steph a little bit too. So, you oh, know, that's okay. kind of why that's why I go with that that explanation.
1: I get, resemble in what way? Cuz I can't say that you look like Steph Curry.
2: Well, that's that's funny that you say that because like I get it like all the time like I get it all the time like people yep. often like when I'm just walking through the mall they want to take pictures with me and stuff like it, I mean it might just be the lighting in the studio like it might just be kind oh of like own, yeah it completely you know,
1: transforms how people look lighting is yeah. super important
2: yeah because like you know like all the shadows and stuff on my face well, now. the I, strobe I think it lights might, yeah 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 because you're only getting like intermittent like images of my face so you're not it's not like
0: i don't and cameron is there a reason for that i know you set this up is there a reason for that in the disco ball the strobe lights and the lasers
1: Yeah, yeah 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 no i set it up for a kind of a cool photo shoot that i was doing this was in like 2012 and okay i have not been able to turn it off quite yet but I'm still tinkering with it a little bit. So don't touch it. I'm tinkering with it. Don't touch it.
0: okay, because I cause it really I mean I, I would hate to say, it, but like if we had anyone come in who maybe might be epileptic, then this could actually be an issue kind
1: of a cool thing to capture on the show live.
0: yeah, I mean i
2: I kind of like it to be honest. like I okay. wouldn't tinker with it too much. Like maybe like if you're gonna tinker with it at all, like maybe put some kind of like colored like tissue paper in front like purple or something you know
1: well every once in a while it does flash the the like nbc logo cover colors because this this whole photo shoot was for whitney it was promotional tie-in for whitney the you know whitney cummings sitcom yeah yeah, yeah eight or nine years ago and uh so you do get some color every once in a while. Unfortunately, when I was thinking like what color best represents Whitney Cummings, I could only think of like I guess light color, like light bulb color. I I couldn't really come up with anything else.
0: And this is just a, a voluntary fan shoot, right? Like you weren't hired to do that.
1: Oh yeah, it was a spec photo shoot, yeah.
0: Yeah. Anyway, I'm sorry. Uh so back to back to our guest. Um and I yeah, like I said, with the strobe light it's- it is difficult to exactly see all your features but
1: yeah yeah sorry i i shouldn't even be throwing out things like that so, sean what brings you to the show today
2: so i you know i've been listening to uh dr london for a while now and um you know i i just i really appreciate the uh, advice that he gives to all all of your guys um you know guests and stuff and i've been kind of going through a thing um myself lately uh and I, sure I, you sure you want
1: to go to dr london about this even yeah, yeah.
2: Because like all the other doctors that I've gone to, they didn't tell me what I wanted to hear. So I I oh, kind of have a good yeah. feeling. Uh. I like, kind of have a good feeling about Dr. London. Yeah. Um,
1: And that's a tough thing. The medical community yeah. is really struggling with right now is not. Yeah.
2: Yeah. It's like they're always just trying to like hold me back and like tell me what I can't do. And yeah. I just you know, I'm a firm believer that if I work hard and I believe in myself, I can do anything.
1: Absolutely. Yeah
2: you know and and so like I just I've been really struggling lately just because like um I don't like I'm you guys aren't aware but like I just want like I, I've, I'm and ent- I've entered myself into the upcoming NBA draft um, oh, like, I don't okay I don't, huh. I don't I, like I don't know when this episode's gonna go up, but like you know um i'm I'm like preparing for that and um I've been really kind of going really like hard lately, yeah. So like um, your, com- your your workouts? comparisons
1: real quick your comparisons to to Steph Curry isn't just physical.
2: No, yeah, I'm well, I mean, the thing is like once everybody started saying like, "Oh man, you look like um Steph Curry, can I get a picture?" like it really kind of just like motivated me to really kind of like dedicate my my life to basketball as well. Yeah. And it's been a really hard 6 months, but like I've been like really, you know, just working hard trying to get to the NBA, you know.
0: Yeah, um so and and I don't know if you've ever been told this and this is just this is a small detail but um do you know that NBA players are kind of famous for like and this is just a basketball thing they're they're known for their height. Uh and I don't know if you've ever
2: well no, I think I'm like right around average, right? Like like average height. Like I'm I think I'm like right around that.
1: Yeah, I mean, I would say so. You're I mean, what do you know? Your height, or this is something you just have to kind of eyeball and guess at.
2: Yeah, I mean, I, I don't really, I don't like to measure myself per se. Yeah, just because, like, I think it puts like labels on you and it puts might like, blocks a little bit. Yeah, yeah, and I think it might like make scouts think a certain thing of me that like isn't true. Yeah, so I try, I try not to like do things like you know you know measure my height or like my weight or anything like that i try not to like release you know what my like 40 time is and you know stuff like just because like i want them to see like i want them to see me on the court and then yeah, make a they decision want to see the
1: real you not yeah like you know, yeah like i, I want them i want figures in the stat sheet
2: yeah you know like basketball you're not crunching numbers on the court you're playing a game you know yeah there's like there's an ebb and flow in the game and and like numbers don't always tell the whole story
1: yeah, and so I mean, this—it sounds like you're—I mean—perfect for basketball. So you, you've been training for, for the NBA draft. Yeah, for
2: up. the last six months.
0: Well, I'm sorry for for our listeners. I should go ahead and point out. I, like at a glance, I'd have to say, you're you're under five feet for sure. Yes. Well, I mean, I don't like like I said. I've never
2: actually measured my height um so I can't say if I am or if I'm not. and also like we're sitting in chairs right now, so how can you really tell how tall I am? you know like i don't I don't see how you can like well, just, I, I feel like that's well, a little bit of a leap there. Dr London and feet. I
1: are sitting in our chairs. you're sort of standing in your chair to well be I'm to leaning on a stool. I, i'm
2: I'm leaning like I'm, yeah. I'm I'm leaning a little bit mm-hmm.
1: but you're it looks like your feet are in the chair and then you're leaning forward to to be able to reach the mic.
2: Well they're they're like my feet they're like they're like on that little the the bar mm-hmm. you know like the bar that's like holding they're they're like on that but i mean they could touch the ground if i wanted them to
0: Okay can and you I- prove it
2: Well that's why i'm here cuz like i've been training really hard lately and i've been feeling like a little bit of like pain in my knee
0: Oh okay. and
2: and yeah and i'm a little worried that like the scout that like that might scare the scouts off yeah, um, especially if you're like, prepping for a
1: pro. I mean, people worry about knees more than anything else in basketball.
2: Yeah, because I mean, like dropping even just like three or four spots. I mean, that's like a couple million dollars off that first contract. You know what I mean? Like that could be the difference between a million dollar contract and just like six figures. So, so real, like,
1: real uh, quick though, where do you, where are you anticipating being drafted?
2: I mean, my personal opinion. I think that I'm not going to go anywhere lower than the top 15.
1: Oh wow!
2: Yeah, I think I'm going to be a top 15 pick for sure. Like, I mean, that's really I would I impressive. would be I... I would be very surprised if I dropped to 16 or something lower than that.
1: Wow! Yeah, and you'd be losing out on money if you don't make it into that top 15 that you're sort of counting on.
2: Exactly, so, I mean, and I'm and I'm afraid that this this knee injury might do that, you know, and I just. I was kind of hoping I could get like, you know, Doctor London's opinion on, yeah, on what's going. on.
0: Like a second yeah. or, th- whatever, third or fourth or fifth opinion at this point. Yeah, yeah. Like, like and
2: and all and also like to just get it out into the public so that, like the scouts can hear it and then they can know that like nothing's wrong and they don't have to be afraid to draft me and stuff like that.
1: Yeah, th- okay. Doctor London. Can we? I mean, what can we do to get Sean ready for for draft day? It sounds like I mean he's gonna he's a top twenty pick right here.
0: Yeah, so I, and like I, I hear that, and I guess the way that, uh, Sean here keeps kind of dodging questions about, you know, any, any data, that would support, you know, such a claim, because like once the height for one thing is really getting me here, um, that that alone, I'm wondering if he, could hold a ball, uh, just okay, Doctor just Doctor London,
2: like, I. I feel like I feel like you're really hung up on on numbers. So here's a few numbers that I think can maybe sway you and, and convince you that, that I am really a top, you know, fifteen pick. Um Okay. Like I per forty eight minutes in my community college league, I average about twenty five points a game. Wow and you know, like six assists, you know, something around somewhere around like somewhere between three and four rebounds a game. Like this is these are my per 48 numbers.
0: OK,
1: so per 48. So this is every 48 minutes. So, a stri-
2: how, so like oh, so like if I played how many games. So like if I played 48 minutes over uh-huh. my my entire six month community college basketball career, like if I played 48 minutes uh-huh. every game. Those would be the numbers that I would be averaging. And how many if minutes you are you, were you playing per game? So like, what I was, because like I, you know, I came into the season halfway through because uh-huh. you know it, it wasn't until people started, you know, saying that like, oh, you look like Steph Curry, you know, you you know, like taking pictures with me. It wasn't until that that I realized that this was my calling. So I came in halfway okay. through the season, and so I had to play myself into shape. And so I was probably averaging, like, one to two actual minutes. hmm But, like, those were really per impactful game? minutes. Yeah, per game. Per game. But, like, those are really impactful minutes. And like I said, if you, like, if you expand those over 48 minutes, you know, I'm averaging, you know, roughly 26, 6, and, and 4.
1: Yeah. So, well... I gotta ask. So you're 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 being brought in for like a minute. Are you being brought in as like a closer, like a sort of a clincher? Like, are are you hitting buzzer beaters? Like, what what is your what, what is your role? Because people, so like, people say you look like Steph Curry. I mean, are you like Steph Curry on the court?
2: Yeah, I mean, like I'm I'm you know like I shoot a lot. You know, I take I take a lot of shots. Uh-huh. Um, I take them from far away. You mm-hmm. know. Um, I like I can dribble the ball. Wow. Like I can go, I can go forward. I can that's go huge backward. for basketball. Yeah. Yeah, like I can go side to side. Like I, Is I can it... go anywhere. Like I can go anywhere on the court that you want me to go with the ball. Like dribbling it. You know. Oh wow. Yeah.
1: I, Could I, you do like a diagonal?
2: Um. Me. See, I was work. I was. I was working up to the diagonal, and that's uh-huh. when I started having the knee problems. Oh.
0: Okay. Yeah. Yeah. So. Okay. So. The Yeah. Tell me about the knee problems then. Cause it, it doesn't sound necessarily super promising thus far, but maybe it's the knee. Maybe I'm missing something here.
2: So I like, I honestly, I don't even know what happened. I like, I was fine. I was fine. And then all of a sudden one day it just, it was hurting. And I mean, I was, I'm, I was literally training all the time. Like I was, I was skipping classes to, to, mm-hmm. to practice I, I, you know, sometimes I would only sleep a couple hours a night and I'd get up and just start like, you know, dribbling and shooting in my driveway. Um, and you know, I was like making sure I was eating and drinking and everything. And, but like, I don't know what happened. Like I didn't hit it. I didn't fall. I didn't twist it. It just started hurting one day. How bad's the pain?
1: Like on a, on a scale of like zero
2: to 10, I would say it's like. You know, for like a normal person, Mm -hmm. I would say that the pain is probably like, you know, a nine and a half. But because but because but because like I'm meant for this because like God made me for this.
0: Because you look like Like, a famous player.
2: Yeah. Yeah. Like the pain for me because I have such a high threshold because I'm Mm -hmm. you know, I'm special is probably more like a five or like maybe a six.
0: Okay, so I mean, you know, some people do just have occasional joint pain. How long has this been going on? This pain?
2: Uh, it's probably been the last two and a half weeks.
0: Okay, okay. So you're still, the, you. I'm sorry. So, so I am just having sort of some trouble with the numbers here. So the knee thing, you think, is the source for really most, if not all, of your difficulties with trying to join, you know, the NBA?
2: I think it potentially could be, you know, because, like, before all the knee issues, like, I was a lock, top 15, you know, per 48,
0: 26, 5, 4. When you said you you were a lock, when you say that, did you talk to anyone from the NBA who said, wow, you're going to, we want you, you know, we want to recruit you? Yeah, have scouts
1: reached out to you in any capacity or...
2: Well, no, I mean, no, like no, like scouts per se, but mm-hmm. like my uncle, my uncle has um season Detroit Pistons tickets, so like he was telling me that like he thinks that I could really do it, you know, because yeah. he's courtside every game, you know, he's, so he's like got his level. foot in the door a little bit, yeah, so he's yeah. just
1: got a whisper to a couple people and suddenly, yeah, you
2: like. Know. You know, one just it just takes one play Blake Griffin going for for a ball going out of bounds just you know flying into the crowd right into my uncle's lap. He gives him my card or something. You know what I mean? Like it, it's that easy. Like it's that easy.
1: Yeah. Or just like kind of whispers in his ear like, "Hey, check out my nephew."
2: Yeah, yeah. So and I've got like I have like a really I have a really easy Twitter handle, so like he could just, you know, say like whisper that to him real quick and he go see my yeah. highlights on my Twitter
1: yeah or like do you have or like the you the youtube url of your reel of your highlight reel
2: yeah yeah
1: being like oh check out youtube.com slash v question mark equals underscore v upper w underscore h three seven and you're telling this to blake griffin he's taking this all in he's got nothing better to do in that moment
2: yeah i mean that like i purposely put all of those symbols in my twitter handle because like who else is using symbols in their twitter handle right like i mean that makes me stand out
0: that's what you think is an easy twitter handle
2: well yeah because nobody else is doing that right like you see that twitter handle you're like oh yeah that's the guy with like the question marks and the equal sign in his in his actual twitter handle
1: oh i was saying the youtube video so you're your Twitter handle is also the URL for the YouTube video of your highlight reel.
2: Yeah, because then I don't have to like explain. Like, you know, if I'm oh, trying to tell people, I see. Yeah, like it's if I'm multiple trying to like platforms, right? Like label. it's just it's just yeah. the same thing on every platform. You know, kind like, of like they, how
0: for us we are the Jock Doc podcast on every platform. Yeah. But for you, it's this sort of randomized YouTube link.
2: Yeah. Yeah. But, like, see, because okay. you guys are just using, like, regular letters, like, in the correct order. So, like, you mm-hmm. kind of just, you guys, you sort of just try to, like, you kind of, like, start to blend in with mm-hmm. everybody else. Where, like, I have, because like.
0: yeah, using the English language, yeah.
2: Yeah, yeah, and I'm, like, unconventional, so that makes me stand out.
0: You're a trendsetter.
2: Right, right.
0: A, p- a
1: pioneer.
2: Right, exactly.
1: Not unlike Steph
2: himself. Exactly. I mean, this is why, this is why I feel like. I am meant to do this, right, and why I've been training so hard these last six months.
1: This is why the username thing like influencing people to to it's do, the, it's, to it's copy all it's your username
2: it, it's a culmination of it all it's the it's the username it's it's the the you know the the likeness to to you know arguably the best player of of our generation mm-hmm. um, you know it's it's all of these things. it's all of them coming together in this moment and it's now being threatened by this very serious injury you know
0: yeah. so i what what I,
1: steph I, what steph did to the three-pointer you want to do with just kind of all this other
2: stuff yeah like like what he did to Usernames, the three pointer,
1: dribbling exactly hanging out with your uncle you want to be the steph curry of all exactly of
2: exactly what he did to the three-point shot i want to do to the game oh yeah to to branding yeah to marketing to advertising to entrepreneur i want to do it to everything, I want to go to I'm, family I'm, too. As your uncle still involved, e- everything. My uncle, my uncle is my CFO. He's oh, going to be wow. handling all my money.
0: Wow. So, okay. An important part of learning about a patient's uh, diagnosis or to t- discerning it would be to get the medical records from the the past physicians. So, I would like to know what you were diagnosed with before when you were trying to fi- figure out, and maybe. Answers that you didn't like, but maybe some of their take could help me in ruling out some things.
2: So, I I, I don't agree with a lot of the things that, like, past physicians, quote-unquote, would tell me. Um As I like to call them, Fauci's, you know what I mean? Yeah, like, mock I, I docs, that's what I call them. Ex- exactly, exactly. Um, you know, they would say things like, you know... Like, with your kidneys, you might not make it very long. You know, like, you might not grow to a normal size. Like, but as you can see, I am I'm I'm a normal size, which again lends itself to why I think I am made for. Like, I am meant to be in the NBA. So you talked to these doctors about you went in with your knee problems,
1: and they were just like, "Hey, man, your kidneys are shot." That's why you're so small. You have sort of like a Gary Coleman, like Webster disease or whatever.
2: Yeah. And that's exactly, that's exactly my problem because it's like, I came to you with a very serious condition, that being my knee. And you're talking to me about my kidneys, something that can be replaced easily. Like I can go to like, I can go to like Kenya and replace my, my kidneys. Right. But like, I can't replace my knees. There's no, there's no NBA player who's come back from Mm. like a serious knee injury you know like yeah. you're telling me about kidneys i'm i'm talking to you about my life like i'm meant to change the world and yeah and- i mean
1: Le- lebron james isn't sitting down because his kidneys hurt i mean come on like this isn't even it's so, it's not even a, it's a topic of conversation dr london what
0: so the kidneys are are a very important organ or sorry two there's two organs in your body it's a very important system it you know it helps your body get rid of a lot of toxins and uh, it it filters your blood it it uh, it's how you make urine it's it's all th- there's a lot it, it maintains homeostasis uh, you know acid base balances yeah but you so, have
1: to admit that one we have two of them and two you can get a new one in Kenya anytime you want
2: Exactly. Two You See, got I, two of them. You got two of them. And they're just, they're all, they're like, they're all over the place. They're, they're available. Like if I need another one, I can just go get another one.
1: You have to admit that. Admit that.
0: I don't. Okay. And I know you want me to admit that, but for one thing, he did use a plural kidneys to say that. So I'm, I'm guessing that both kidneys are looking bad. Uh, I mean, that's then, what they told me. Yeah. So to me, if both kidneys uh, are going through, you know, kidney failure, just the way you phrased it, that's what it sounds like. Uh, then you're either about to be on dialysis or um, even in the short term, you might have to be on dialysis while you get put on a donor list looking for kidneys that, you know, that they can match to yours. And that's, you know, there's a wait list.
1: Do you think that'll affect his his draft day ranking? Y-
0: yes, yes, I do. Um, I mean,
2: I don't know, like uh, sc- scouts are more worried about like what I can do on the court. I mean, kidneys. Which they're not. Which is stop another me.
0: issue, actually.
1: And if he's the Steph Curry of dribbling basketball, family, and branding.
0: W- okay, so I-,
1: I feel like scouts are any scouts going to want that on their on but their side?
0: Uh, w- when he has a. You know, when you have minor knee pain from trying to run diagonally across a court,
2: it's not minor. I mean, listen, it's minor for me because, like I said, I You're built am, for this. i yeah. i have i have God given abilities, so it is minor for me. But like, like let's say you, Doctor London, were feeling what I would, what I was feeling, you'd be curled up on the ground in a ball. Like, I mean, it, it it's painful. But because I can take it, and because I was born, I was like, you know, God made me for this like I can take it. But I just need the I just need the scouts to know that. Can I ask
1: real quick where on your body this pain is coming from? Can you point to it with your finger? All right,
2: it's 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 like right right in here. Like right in the back, right right in there.
0: Okay. The back of your So, I don't see any swelling um you know, no sign of inflammation. Uh so so I guess You know, at a glance, what I would recommend is probably, you know, uh, icy hots and things rest. Um, Maybe, maybe you don't need to, I don't know. You keep saying you've been training hard lately. Maybe don't do that as much because I'm not, I'm not sure that this is necessarily a realistic goal for you. uh, But I mean, but I've
2: been
1: Dr. London. What are you talking about? What you can't tell our guests what their dreams yeah i mean i've been i've been i've been working hard and
2: i know all you need to do is work hard and you can have anything you want yeah so and when did this dream start six months ago when everybody started saying i looked like steph curry
1: yeah so you're gonna look our guest in the face and tell him that the thing he's been training and dreaming about for the last six months Uh, yeah
2: Yeah, I mean I came here I came in
1: like two or three months already into quarantine is when this dream started thereabouts. Could
0: could I I have a follow up question here. Um what what are you majoring in in community college? Why are you in community college? Uh I mean What was your dream prior?
2: Well I'm there. I enrolled because of the basketball program. Um, you know, they, they have the Macomb Community College uh you know their basketball program is is stellar it's really it's a really good program um so i kind of
0: you didn't know that you were destined to be a basketball star until after so was it just to watch the games is that why you chose that school well
2: no i went i went and watched like one game just because like i didn't know what to expect you know like i was just trying to see like you know, what, I still was a side? little, I was still maybe, like, a little, right. Like, I was still maybe a little bit unsure. Like, you know, are people going to make fun of me? Of the rules of the basketball rules, and, like, what it You know, is. things like that. Like, you know, like, how, what, what are teammates like? Are they going to, like, laugh at me if I do something wrong? Or are they going to, like, encourage me? So I wanted yeah. to just go and get a feel for the team, right? So I went to a game, and they won. So I was like, this is it. This is where I belong. And so I immediately enrolled and then went and talk to the coach. And and since the coach um also is my uncle's friend, he's the one who actually has the season tickets, like the two and they get the season mm-hmm. ticket package together. Like because of that, oh, he, he yeah. let me on the team. Oh nice. Yeah, even though like their season was already halfway done.
1: Yeah, and this happened in May.
2: Yeah, yeah. Yeah, like the season got delayed a little bit because of COVID, but like, you know, communi- like they yeah, they know yeah you know
1: i i don't know what yeah, I, no, no, no. On, hectic. dr london you said community colleges they know what do they know
2: like listen i don't like i don't want to i don't want to discourage anyone um you know during this trying time but like we all know that like the mask thing like come on you know like and community colleges they're they're, they know that they know that the mask thing is just like it's oh it's you know yeah no it was just it's for the pageantry yeah you know it's not it
1: was just an excuse to sell bandanas for cowboy costumes for halloween
2: yeah yeah exactly and also like i don't know anybody where i'm from who got covid you know i don't know anybody like literally no one yeah, like literally, no one where I live has COVID. No so one like, around. No one's been talking
1: safe. to me. No one. No one's been around me for a long time. I don't know anyone.
2: Exactly. Exactly.
1: Okay, and, well, and, I
0: should, and listen, I should I don't clarify wanna... for our listeners. Uh, you know, because just in case they take this seriously, just to make sure my opinion's different. You know, there has to be two sides to this. I would say that. You know, masks are you know a, a helpful thing and yeah, the they're helpful a to the pandemic. spirit
1: company to be able to sell all those bandanas for cowboy costumes
2: listen like listen if like i'm not saying that covid isn't real like i believe that it, it is real but i like if you live in a place where people are getting it then sure wear a mask but like nobody's getting it where i live you know so I don't see why I should be wearing a mask. And I think my community college sees it the same way, which is why they didn't completely cancel the season. They just delayed it a couple months, right? Yeah. And which again, okay. which again yeah. lends itself to the fact that I am meant to do this because if I wasn't meant to do this, that season wouldn't have gotten delayed and I would have missed it. Yeah, that does but make because sense. Because that season got delayed, that gave me the opportunity to play basketball which is my destiny
1: yeah it was sort of like destiny bending it was it was flight 814 crashing on that island many years ago it it was destiny pulling you towards towards this starting in may uh joining your community college basketball team
2: yeah yeah you know like like i'm i'm happy that producer cameron understands where i'm coming from dr Lennon. i'm a little yeah. disappointed i'm a little disappointed in you i came here trusting you and you you're just giving me the same runaround that all the other physicians have been giving me all this time
1: oh dialysis oh
2: like all these kind of like keywords and like jargon terms
1: that he loves throwing out all the time yeah what dr Lennon? how yeah, can sir- we fix his knees just right now real quick in time for draft day How do we get his knees prepared?
0: So, you know, probably take ibuprofen um, or some other um, non-steroidal anti-inflammatory like that. Uh, You know, like I said, rest it and maybe consider, you know, the other career paths. I don't know if you've taken any classes at this community college, but maybe focus on your studies a little bit yeah I mean, I, uh, I mean I, I, I,
2: I took I enrolled in an anthropology class just so I could technically be a student
0: okay so you you really were only trying to technically be there okay I, I would say pick up some more classes, get a feel for what you like, and then you know you can you can focus on getting a degree and uh, just I, you know if nothing else as a backup plan in case something crazy happens with the draft does that does that make sense
2: i mean i don't see how this is going to make scouts feel better about drafting me with a with an injury dr linden's Uh, not a
1: sports guy he's not he he's not going to be able to to give you what you want here listen sean listen to me look at me sean I'm I'm listening. You've I'm listening been dreaming again. about spot number fifteen. How about you dream for the top ten, baby?
2: Oh, I like that. It's I for see, our listeners. Dream about see, Dr. London, this is this is what I was expecting from you. Um, was was this kind of encouragement. Sean Because I didn't even think about I didn't even like I thought, you know, like I'll admit, okay, I'll admit that I'm coming to this dream a little bit late. Okay. I've only been at it for six months. At the age of 32, I decided, you know what, this is my calling. Yeah, and Mm -hmm. and so like I understand that I'm a little bit behind the ball, but like I didn't even realize I could be a top 10 pick. You know,
1: and that that's something that doctors and the establishment, these people are never going to tell you these things because those are positions that they want. Doctor London is looking at like, ooh, draft day. I haven't thought about that yet. Ooh, I bet I could be prepared for next year. That's how he looks at those these kind of situations. He's trying to keep you down so he can kind of steal that spot away from you. But yeah, I,
2: I mean, Dr. Lennon, that's, that's really, I don't know. I, there's, is, this has to be some kind of violation of ethics um, where you're trying to like knock me down on my dream so that you can advance, so you can leapfrog me. And you don't even look like an NBA. like you, There's not one NBA player that I can say you look like. So I don't even understand where this dream of yours is coming from.
1: Yeah, I mean, I guess yeah, he does share a lot of facial features with Shaq. I'm gonna, I, you know, I'm not gonna like deny that.
2: Yeah, but Shaq is retired. He's not even an NBA player anymore. That's he true. just He talks behind a desk now.
1: That's true. He's just another talking head. But so th- this is what I got to ask. Let's okay. Forget Dr. London. Let's. We're speaking right now to the scouts. The scouts who are listening to this podcast who want to hear what you've got tell me like how you 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 say that you're always shooting shots and shooting shots from far away how what what percentage are you making those shots
2: oh man um well i would like my again going back to my per 48 numbers um if you go by my per 48 numbers i would say that my um you know uh deep two-pointer game like my 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 shot percentage I would say is roughly 49 percent oh wow yeah yeah like that's per 48 yeah which I think is yeah, the and, most and,
1: kind of accurate statistic that you're gonna yeah
2: take. yeah I think that's I think that really I think that gives you an idea of like where my ceiling like i just need the opportunity to play 48 minutes and i can put this kind of i can put this kind of performance together you know and real like quick, that's what these numbers are telling me
1: real quick because i know the season was delayed because of covid and you joined halfway i i do gotta ask so how many total minutes did you play
2: uh i mean total like total total, total minutes, like all of the minutes season, that i played, like yeah, all of all one. of them like in, in including a game practice, no,
1: in a game, not like at home, not maybe like watching basketball on TV. None of that stuff. Like in a, in a game,
0: and not not in a video game, not in a or video a pickup
1: game, game mm-hmm. or okay. a scrimmage okay. game in a yeah. in a, an exhibition game.
2: Mm, okay, so actual court time. Yeah, I would say in a game I that matters, about- like in a game
1: that counts, not not a pickup game. Right, right, right. Yeah.
2: Right, I would say I played about six and a quarter actual minutes.
1: Okay, so scouts, if you're listening to this, we've got an experienced player who's had minutes on the court who has a, I mean, close to a 50% uh, shot range. I mean, how many points have you scored? So wait, out of...
2: Well, the the 50% is per 48. So like if I if I got to play 48 minutes, uh-huh. the numbers translate to a 50% shooting percentage. Yeah. Right, which which is why I think it's it's an impressive number because I've only played 6 and a quarter actual minutes and for that to translate to 50% field goal shooting per 48, I think that's a pretty impressive number. Yeah, I mean, you know, cuz like because like literally, all you have to do is just let me play forty eight minutes, and you will get that production from me. Hey,
1: you're pre- you're preaching to the choir here. I am. I am. How can I get a jersey? Do you have jerseys yet?
2: Well, I'm not drafted yet, but like as soon as oh, I get right, drafted, right. I'm sure that that jersey is going to go right to the I, top. I forget so, that
1: you're not drafted because you're already talking like an NBA player. Uh,
0: yeah, this is. Exciting. Well, that, that, but that, again, that
2: just that's just that's that's because I'm destined yep. for this.
0: Have you? You should sign up for a statistics class this next semester. It sounds like that might be up your alley a little bit. You I know, think I got s- statistics down.
2: <clears throat> I think I'm pretty good with statistics actually. Like I think that's maybe like the best thing yeah. that that I do. Like I'm I'm Yes. I am yes. doing that's... I am doing to statistics what Steph Curry did to the three-point shot, which again is another one of my goals to like it's it's to do what he did to the three-point shot to the entire NBA marketing branding advertising family and statistics
0: wow so so what i'm saying is that maybe a a realistic goal would be to try just like maybe statistics for now should be the thing and and basketball can also be you know a thing but but really the statistics sounds like that's really maybe something you're good at like, naturally, uh, sure, just like the, the rest, but statistics. I don't
1: know. I don't I don't think that's... Hey, I've got a stat for you, Dr. Lennon. What, uh, wh- what percentage chance does Sean have of making the NBA? Hmm, let me think. He dribbles really good. He takes shots whenever he can. Uh, it sounds like he's got lots of good forward, back, and left and right moves. And
2: and the and the, di- and the diagonal is coming. The diagonal, the diagonal is coming. he's
1: working on, but he's got he's working on his knee. He's got knee issues.
2: Yeah, I just need I just I got to so, figure out this knee before I can get the diagonal in.
1: So I mean, what we're so, talking eighty five ninety percent chance of being drafted in the top twenty. I would say you know
0: I'm just so so I'm thinking maybe we should kind of wind this up because uh, we got we got. Uh, Like, I feel like we've gotten as much out of this as we're going to get. It sounds like you really have a bright future, maybe a little bit more in the area of statistics. Uh, Maybe just some math thing. I don't know. Like, there's a real need for that, for mathematicians, for scientists, for statisticians. statisticians. There's a lot there. Uh, And just, you know, keep playing basketball. That's fun. But, you know, have a, a backup that's your major that you get a degree. All right, all right,
1: right, right, shut up for a second. Just, just, okay.
2: f- I'm so disappointed in you, Doctor London. I, I was expecting so much more from this. Just to be f- honest.
1: for fun, to wrap this up, to maybe prove to the haters like Doctor London that you're the real deal. Just, I'm gonna give you this water bottle. Just throw it into that trash can. You see that trash can on the other side of the room? Just toss it in. This will be, this will be that, great that for tra- our Patreon subscribers to be able to get the live feed of this. Yeah, that trash can. Over so all them. right, so that
2: so that that one over there yeah all right all right all right so here we all right okay get, hold on just give me give me let me hold on yeah like you, if you let me prep. line up yeah go ahead yeah let okay. me just
0: it, it is a spinning chair so i see that you're struggling to kind of get a stable well yeah I, I can't on. i can't get, feet get on the i can't
2: ground. get the leverage i keep like when my arm when my arm goes the whole chair spins so yeah. i'm just trying to like Trying to get the movement right, like I'm trying to. Yeah. I'm trying to figure out like the physics. You of can it stand all. up at any so, time. Right. I'll take
0: that into account.
2: Uh, well, no, I'm gonna I'm gonna do it. Sit. I'm gonna do it. Sit, it so knees. I can show you that I'm. Yeah. I'm gonna. Right. Right. So, right. so. All right. So. All right. Here we go.
1: Okay. And. Yeah, that was. Ow! I mean. That, that was close. Okay.
2: Yeah, but like, see, here. So, um, like, here's the thing. That. Goes like perfectly with my per 48 numbers like if, if if you give me 47 more tries i i guarantee you one of them will go in
0: yeah well okay i don't think we have time to do that many because uh, we really and i you know i, I think we warned you about this beforehand. what is somebody else coming into the studio
1: well no I, I i do have a quick question just just really 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 quick just to wrap this, wrap this up a bit. Um, you, you know, when I said I was kind of being nice, when I said that that water bottle got close, it made it about halfway. And that's why it hit Dr. London here, which does have me wonder when you say that your, your, your two pointer shot is about a 48% chance. Do you mean you make it 48% of the way to the basket?
2: No, I, like I I mean like no, it's 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 like what I say if I played 48 minutes and I shot the ball every, every time, uh-huh. I would make 50% of those shots. Right. But it has nothing so, like, to do if with I, like it, like
1: Okay, okay. I think I got it. I think I got it.
2: Yeah, and if, and okay. and if you so yeah, and if and also like the distance between I mean, there's a couple factors here right now. Like the the distance between me and that wastebasket um, is almost double where I'm normally shooting from. Okay. Um, and also, and also, this the, that water bottle. I mean, it's like the not weight. even a fraction of the weight yeah. of the ball. And and also I'm dealing with this like spinny chair, you know. So like you can't you can't base mm-hmm. that one shot. Like this isn't even a real bat. Like that's not a hoop. That's not a ball. All right, it's like completely different when you have a ball in a hoop. No, that's fair. And, and, and you're not and you're not in a chair that's spinning every time you move.
0: Yeah, And I feel like any scout that is judging your you know NBA preparedness by your appearance on an audio only podcast they're really going to take the new account
2: so you're so so you're endorsing me then so so you're I, telling the scouts to not worry get, about this this knee injury you're telling them that it, it's okay that they shouldn't pass on me and that i should stay in the top 15
1: you have heard it here first I, sean curry with the jock dog seal of approval yes we we wanna we wanna sponsor you if, if you wanna be the face of the Jock Doc card game that we're gonna be coming out with, that would be incredible.
2: Of of course, like I mean, yeah, you guys are the ones that are putting me on the map right now. Like done deal. All of this, this is, is gonna be possible yeah. because of this podcast. So yeah, of course.
1: Done deal. This is amazing. I mean, Doctor Lund, do you have anything to anything to
0: add? Mostly just like we have this chore that we've got to do, and I hate to transition so abruptly, oh. but. We really fudge. Like it's one of those things that we just can't get out of. Um I yeah. forgot
1: about the chore. Can Sean help us with the chore? Yeah. I mean, Sean, can you hang out for a second and just help us with the with our chores?
2: Uh yeah, yeah, I can I can hang out.
1: Yeah, uh, basically sorry, sorry guys. Uh for our listeners or maybe maybe new listeners. We have had a to-do list of chores that have built up over the last year that we've kind of been neglecting. We've been busy, and there's been a lot of cool Mm -hmm. stuff on the radio, and blah, 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 blah. There's a lot of reasons why we haven't gotten to it. But now we're trying to get it done. We're trying to get done of everything that we've been neglecting. And so we've made this chore wheel. We spin it every week. We do one of the chores in the chore wheel just to knock it off. So, I mean, Doctor Lennon, can you go ahead and just spin that wheel for me? Yeah, please?
0: yeah. Let me, uh, let me get the lasso. Okay, and
1: yep. <laughs> <laughs> okay, and I okay, it's going, it's going, it's going, it's
0: going, it's going, it's going, it's going, it's going, it's going. Okay, and and it's show and tell. <sighs> Great. No, I did Show not want this one. I knew
1: this one was going to come up. I mean,
0: there's a reason we were putting this one uh, off. I mean, um
1: yep. So...
0: Do you want to explain?
1: Yeah, I'll go ahead and explain. The mayor contacted us um again, because that's what the mayor does now. And basically, the mayor's been super bored during quarantine. I don't know why he's waited until... November to, well, to kind and of And he says stuff the community, community is bored, but not s-
0: just him. He says the community, and that's why
1: it... But you know it's just because he... Yeah, is. I've seen his Twitch stream. And so he's just trying to find new stuff to do, and so he was like, oh, what if everyone gone into, like, cool collections? Mm-hmm. Like, everyone started collecting something cool. What would that look like? And so he kind of pitched that we do a, a sort of show-and-tell stuff that we've been collecting lately... Um, for our collections and kind of show it off. And maybe that would inspire Mm -hmm. him and quote unquote other people to come up with collections of their own. So it's a fun idea. We got to do it. I don't want to do it. I hate that I have to do this, but Mm -hmm. we got to do it. So, I mean, I mean, Dr. London, do you want to start us off? Yeah. So
0: for my collection, I've, uh, I've been watching a few, you know, everybody's I feel like been binge watching more. Uh, So I've been watching some movies and you know, with that in mind, I've been eating more popcorn. And sometimes, when I'm eating popcorn, I'll see a you know popcorn kernel that it looks oh yeah, that looks it, like
1: a, like a, it looks like a like the Virgin Virgin Mary,
0: Mary. Uh, and so, and not just the Virgin Mary though, like <laughs> lots of different saints. And so I've been getting all these different saint themed and like it honestly, it feels like we don't like to get into religion on this sh- this podcast but like it, f- it feels like something's going on something beyond myself uh so anyway as i
1: yeah i mean i would say i would say it's weird enough for a person to find a piece of popcorn that looks like the virgin mary but if you're finding a bunch of saints on top mm-hmm. of that yeah i feel like that has to be some sort of divine thing yeah. right
0: yeah so this is uh this is um, these are i'm not going to show off too many cuz like i'm i'm scared they're fragile cuz they're they get stale, but I know they could also get crackly. So here is the uh, the Virgin Mary. That's that's what this one looks like. Oh wow! Yeah. Um. She's crying. Yeah. And here is uh, Saint Nick. Uh huh. Oh and wow! And timely, right? That's coming up. The ultimate uh-huh. saint. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, yeah, that's. I mean, and the rest. Okay, and the rest are the the very martyred ones. Um, the ones who like this one, I yep. honestly I don't remember the name, but the the guy who had his skin removed, uh, yeah, th- yeah, this one burned alive, a, a lot of them burned alive, yep.
1: yeah. I you've got a whole collection of martyred popcorn pieces right over there that have been burned alive. It's a whole bag of it, yeah, it might, yeah, and it's
0: it's a it's sort of a I don't know, it's just one of those things where. You you think you got you've ruined your night with your burned bag of popcorn and you're still trying to work through it, try and eat them all, but but then these moments come, and you find something that's so inspiring in there. So anyway, these hey, have been the
1: this the Virgin Mary piece of popcorn. The Virgin Mary piece of popcorn isn't the only thing that's crying in this mm-hmm, room, you know. Yeah,
0: and so for me, that's been an inspiration. That's been something that's kind of been keeping my spirits up while I've been locked away uh except for all the times that I'm going to the hospital and clinic which is uh most days constantly all hours or coming here to the studio studio, yes
1: or all the adventures that we've Mm, been on that's
0: right uh all right so that's that's my show and tell I hope I hope the mayor likes it
1: yeah I think that would inspire a lot of people now so for mine uh mine actually it you know mine Speaking of quarantine and all that, mine actually started at the beginning of quarantine. And it's actually, I can hold up, uh, you know, I can show you what I've got. Like, this is one example of a hand sanitizer. And I've I've been collecting different kinds of hand sanitizers in large bulk amounts. And so, you know, this started, like I said, like back in, in February, March, something like that. And, you know, I would go to the grocery store and there would be pallets and pallets of these hand sanitizers, all different smells and types, different labels and colors. And I would just start, you know, acquiring them all. And so now I have this huge collection of hundreds of thousands of hand sanitizer bottles that it's I mean, I I got to be honest, like I, I don't I don't ever get bored because any day of the week when I can't find something to do, I know that I can go to a CVS or a Walgreens and just sort of buy all of their hand sanitizer.
0: Okay, so so when you're bored, I thought you were going to like do some activity with a hand sanitizer that you have, but for you it's just about the gathering, the harvest.
1: It's the acquiring of it, yeah. Okay, well... You could say that I'm sort of the Sean Curry of hoarding... Uh, hand sanitizer, toilet paper, things like that, masks, bandages.
2: Yeah, like what what Steph Curry did to the three point shot, and what I'm planning on applying uh, that concept to, um, you know, basketball marketing, branding, advertising, family, and statistics. You're gonna apply what I've hand applied. Sanitizer, to hand sanitizer, toilet
1: paper, uh, bandages, band aids, uh, rubbing you know, alcohol specifically.
0: N95 masks. N95 yeah.
1: masks. Again, I mean, look, I'm new to all this, so i uh, sorry for all the collectors out there if I'm missing something, because it's only started yeah. this year. But now I look at my collection, my heap of of items that I'm hoarding, and I just feel a little
0: proud. Yeah, and like you need more.
1: Oh yeah, it never stops. Like I said, when I get bored, I just start hoarding.
0: All right, uh, Sean.
1: Yes. We got to hear yours.
2: Oh man, well I I didn't I didn't know that uh, I was gonna be doing a show and tell, but I, it, it, as it so happens, um, right I have right here my uh, DVD copy of the nineteen ninety four oh, wow. documentary Hoop Dreams. Um, yeah, I've I've been feeling uh, very inspired by this film ever since I saw uh, ever since I saw it. Uh, I've been carrying it around with me everywhere I go. When did you see it? Um, you know, uh, two nights ago. Oh, it was wow. it, it just like really. Yeah, it just it really really affected me um, watching the story of Arthur AG and William Gates. I felt like I felt like I was watching myself on that screen, yeah. you know. And and which which is what was making me concerned about this injury you, um and why I came here today. You know,
1: that documentary talks a lot about these sort of pipe dreams that are sold to young children about about these sort of unrealistic futures, but you feel like that you feel like you kinda of relate to that as a as a 32 year old man who's maybe been told, like, your dreams might be a little silly or whatever by people like Dr. London.
2: Mm. Yeah, yeah. And, and here's the thing, though, I feel like all of the mistakes that they made were totally avoidable mistakes, but they made them because they were kids and they didn't know better right so i saw i i watched this documentary and i learned from their mistakes so i feel like i'm going to overcome these same challenges oh wow so the reason hoop dreams meant so much to you is because not because of
1: the 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 stories that were displayed on screen and seeing like real kids lives but just it, it taught you how you can beat them
2: oh yeah yeah absolutely it taught me how to be better like it's t- it taught me how to get the leg up
1: yeah okay wow okay yeah i mean that's incredible uh,
0: so so it taught you so how to be better than them but not maybe as be- but uh, great um
2: well yeah it was it was yeah yeah i mean it was clear that they were going to go on to have hall of fame careers right so if i'm better than them that means yeah. like i'm you, you know you have a real shot i'm going to be a player of this generation yeah
0: well, I guess I guess at this point um you know I, I guess we'll just wrap it up. We we did our chore. You want to uh, you know launch the chore wheel then to kind of care? Sean, would you do the honors of launching it? Just uh, this is how we end it. Sure. Um, um I can So if you could just grab so the like lever what? there.
2: Can you, the the one way oh, yeah, the one just, way up we'll, there. Go
0: ahead and- well, it's not way like it's just normal height.
1: He, well, yeah, I mean it's. Yeah, well, it's I mean it's like,
2: like it's kind of high to me. I don't know what you guys consider normal.
1: Here, do you want me to pick you up? Here, I'm gonna pick you up. All right, ready?
2: Okay, okay, all right. So, okay, are you ready? Okay, yeah. Okay. Okay. I think it? I got it. I got it. I got it. I got it. Okay. No. All right. Pull. You got it. You got it, strong guy. Oh was that was that was that oh that's there a great, it is you did good. it you okay did it.
1: good job that was Slugger. great oh, man all right you did it. Good job. I mean, if
2: you guys gave me like 47 more chances i could i could really really get yeah, into it get
0: into pulling that lever yeah so we'll go ahead and um i think wrap it up now uh the, the chore wheel's done you know we i think we've we've heard a lot about you and your inspiring story uh so um anyway, thank you to, uh, Sean Curry for being on, uh, for sharing your hoop dreams with us. Uh, thank you to, oh, I'm sorry. Uh, I should ask, um, is there a way for our listeners to follow you to keep up with you after this?
2: Uh, yeah, you can, you can follow me on all social media at question mark equals seven ZGW, um, C eight.
0: All right. And I've heard, and this is just through the grapevine. I've heard that you're a fan of a particular show a podcast that we've um we've had some interaction with by chance oh yeah yeah this is i know it's Um, a very small hobby of yours comparatively but yeah yeah no i
2: there's there's this there's like it's it's your guys show and one other podcast that i listen to and that's literally it i don't listen to anything else um mm-hmm. the other one uh the other podcast called the uh, the, the truth cast um it's these like two really smart um and informed guys who uh they really they they really kind of dig deep into the things that like the media is afraid to talk about um and they really just kind of uncover different kind of like truths that like can help you live you know a more full and productive life
1: like maybe if the media is telling you you're too small to play basketball.
2: Exactly. Exactly. It's yeah. it's all these those, guys kind this, of
1: speak truth to you.
2: Exactly. These guys on this show, they are they're nothing but positive and and they they really kind of help you to block out all the haters so that you can fulfill your dreams.
0: That's great. Uh they actually if I'm not mistaken there there's a recent episode with some uh, some wise people on it from what I remember. Oh, I mean,
2: they have wise people um, every, every. All right.
0: Yeah, that's, that's fair. Uh, I guess what I'm thinking of is, I don't know, maybe they were just excitable, but there were some short people or something. Uh, I don't know why I'm reminded of today's interview as well. Anyway, um, we can, uh, yeah, we'll, we'll wrap it up there. So once again, thank you to Sean Curry for being on. Thank you to our producer, Cameron. Thank you too. Did you do in the house? <laughs> Did you do in the house?
2: Like, listen, I don't like I don't want to I don't want to discourage anyone um, you know, during this trying time. But like we all know that. Like the mask thing, like Come on, you know, like, and community colleges—they're—they're—they know that. They know that the mask thing is just like it's—it's it's, you know, it's, it's for the pageantry. It's for the pageantry. I don't know anybody where I'm from who got COVID. You know, like no, like literally no one. Yeah, like literally no one where I live has COVID. So like, we're safe. It's for the pageantry. We're safe. It's for the pageantry. We're safe. Yeah, like literally no one where I live has COVID. So, like, we're safe.
0: Uh, my name is drlundensmith.com, and this has been the Jock Doc Podcast.
2: See ya. Listen, like, listen, if, look like, I'm not saying that COVID isn't real. Like, I believe that it, it is real, but I, like, if you live in a place where people are getting it, then sure, wear a mask, but, like, nobody's getting it right now you know, so I don't see why I should be wearing a mask, and I think my community college sees it the same way, which is why they didn't completely cancel the season, they just delayed it a couple months. We're
0: safe. After months of writing letter after pleading letter, it finally happened. You began putting pen to paper so long ago, and if you're being completely honest with yourself, you never expected your words to bring about change. After all, what is the strength of one person, one individual? In the face of the immense populace that occupies this granny that you penned, and the many more drafts that you threw away when you couldn't quite get the wording right, they finally paid off. The guys who would always play ball at the corner are finally officially letting you join them for a game. Now, they didn't respond to any of your questions about bringing in an unbiased third-party referee nor do they address your concerns about where this will leave your relationships with each of them going forward. But based on the smoke signals coming from that building across from where they play on the corner, you can finally be in the game. Speaking of finally getting in the game, don't forget to leave a five star review of the Jock Doc podcast, in which you share about the messages you decrypted based on a neighbor's house catching on fire. And consider supporting us by becoming a patron on the Jock Doc podcast Patreon. And while you're at it, go ahead and share the Jock Dog Podcast with a friend or foe. You can send them a link to your favorite episode, or just send them our handy website, JockdogPodcast.com. And don't forget to take a peek at our posts on social media. We are at Jock Doc Podcast. Thanks for listening.